In Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade in downtown Dallas. The CIA secretly funded the medical experiments through a front in New York City called, of all things, the Society for the Protection of Human Ecology. There's a lot of misinformation, disinformation, and outright lies. We have some problems over here right now. We might have a hijack over here, too. This is a conspiracy indoctrination program. Co-Induct-Pro. In this broadcast, we will be examining the strange, deranged, unexplained, and unsolved. Some topics will be rooted in conspiracy, others shrouded in mystery. Connections will be made, and agendas exposed. So prepare your mind, because the indoctrination begins now. flavor I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> you just whipped <laughs> past that meat stick over here. Those are pretty good. Uh-huh. Are they? Yeah. All right. Let's give these little wieners a shot. <laughs> That's what they look like. That's what she said. <laughs> mm. huh. These are pretty good. All right. Old Trapper. Original deli style beef. Old Steaks. Trapper. All right. Their pepperoni sticks are way better. Yep. Where'd you get these, dog? Work. For free. Work, dog. Free beef? at Inland Vending, too. <laughs> <laughs> Nate give you a job over there? <laughs> yeah, those are okay. They'd be better if they were cold. Nah. Nah, dog. Put them in the fridge. Check out that one. It's got a little bit of liftoff going on. Oh, yeah, you got a little wiener there. Zip. Welcome back to the conspiracy. Eat it that way. What? Get <laughs> <laughs> your homo sapiens in here. <laughs> Isn't that how you're supposed to eat it? <laughs> it's the spices. Yeah. That are getting to me. Luke is so immature. I'm gonna mm. mute him. Uh, what are we doing here again yeah sorry guys i'm uh choking on my sausage here welcome back to the conspiracy indoctrination program program co-indoc pro episode 25 right 25 i think so who are you i'm the host duh i'm jake who are you I'm Pruitt. Pruitt Luke. Right. Taylor Vince. Who are you? Um, I was trying to think of something clever. Old Trapper Eater. You're a wiener eater, Jake. Wiener eater. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to call you Pants Pisser. <laughs> or that. <clears throat> that was in like second grade, dude. Dude. We had a little... Uh, what do you call that nostalgia? Yeah. And we were going back. 
before we recorded while we were waiting for Luke because he's got a tiny bladder. So mm-hmm. had to run in the bathroom and make sure that he's good to go for at least 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'll, I'm not going to lie. Usually by the end of these episodes, like, I'm about to burst. Everybody's fighting for the bathrooms. Yep. Uh, so anyway, we got a uh, new bag of meat sticks here. Jake brought it up. It's the uh, original deli-style beef stick. These are actually pretty good. I'm on number three now. They're pretty good. But yeah. I have to hide how I eat it. Well, Don't hold it down below the table like that. That's kind of weird. Oh, <laughs> sorry. My bad. Stay six feet away from me, please. If you have that thing out. Yeah. Oh, it's only like three inches long. Don't worry. <laughs> Why'd you buy the mini ones, by the way? Oh, free. Yeah. That's right. Just try it. Yeah. Try good. it. They're good. Mm-hmm. Give them a whirl, people. Old Trapper's always got a good beef jerky too. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I was surprised. I'm going to put them in the fridge. And then today I'm rocking the uh, Peach Plus Honey Aha. <laughs> Wasn't the flavor I was expecting when we first peaches. opened it. Peaches are bad. For some reason, Peach I was honey. looking at the back of it, I thought it was going to be orange. Yeah. Because the can, the can's orange. And then I got a blast of peach. Hmm. Not what I was expecting. Nah, dog. <coughs> Down with that peach flavor. Well, I think today's going to be a good episode. I'm titanium-free for a week now. No Skittles for a week. Really? Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Just to do it? No, I'm trying to not eat as much sugar because my leg injury, you know, I want to heal that thing up. But then you're getting back to it. I'm going to try not to, man. I think the uh, titanium is messing with my brain. Is that why you weren't eating any candy downstairs? Yeah, no candy. Beef stick only. That's fair. <laughs> Ooh, zero grams of sugar. Yeah, oh, shit. Go. We got to start watching labels. I have a correction from last week. I kept calling my sparkling plus ice blueberry. And then Luke and Jake kept correcting me that it was blue raspberry. Didn't realize that until I was doing the uh, post-edit listen. And I was like... Yeah, why the hell is I calling it blueberry? It was blue raspberry. <laughs> you son of a bitch. It's the damn Skittles, dude. It's got to be it. Titanium block in my brain. Mm-hmm. I did see that at the store the other day. Oh, this was the shit he was drinking. Yeah. It's not that good. No. Too sugary. Yeah. So, <clears throat> today we were going to have the occult rejects on, but unfortunately... We got contacted late last night. Well, it wasn't super late, like overly late, but it was late last night by Lux, who had an emergency to deal with, so they weren't going to be able to make it on the show today. So we had prepared specifically for them to come on, and we didn't want to kind of like talk about the stuff I think that we were going to talk about with them when they were planning on coming back on next month. Mm Mm-hmm. So, we ended up kind of scrambling a little bit. Um, We're learning some things about this new podcasting life, guys. And that is like, we should probably have a couple episodes in pocket that we've already recorded. It's like van life, huh? Yeah. (laughs) Motherfucker. Yep. Motherfucker. And then that way we can just play those ones. Yeah. So, anyway... 
This week is going to be a little bit of a jumble, several different things. Mishmash. Mishmash of a couple different topics. <clears throat> and then next week, I'd kind of, I don't know about you guys, but I'd kind of like to talk about the Apollo program, the occult numbers that are linked with that, and then start going into the moon landing, yeah, cool. which we believe is fake. <clears throat> dun, dun, dun. Don't sue us for $40 billion, million dollars, but we believe it's fake. In our opinion, man. Your opinion, man. <clears throat> Dude, those things are good, man. I've had four now. <laughs> They're pretty good. Uh, so, uh, yeah. What you got there? He's pulling it up. Oh, he's got the phone out. Uh, uh, well, first off, <clears throat> kind of... I think I'll have one of these. Two. Yeah, I have two. One for each hand. Going back into the early days of the show. Uh-oh. The uh, chemtrails are back. Oh, yeah. 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 Started spraying again. What, like... Uh, about a week ago, about right? a week ago, I think. Yeah, they've been at least here in... Vacation, dog. Everybody yeah. needs it. <clears throat> yeah. Even the nefarious people, they need a fucking vacation, all right? Yeah, it seemed like we saw no trails at all, all the way from... Let's see, when did we do the chemtrail episode? That was in May... I think. I can't remember. Because pretty much all of June and July, or late June, and almost all of July, there was none. Mm -hmm. So we were going on. The same thing happened last year where we were like uh, right in the middle of the summer when it was hot as balls out there. It was no chemtrails anywhere, Mm -hmm. no storms, no nothing. Yep. And then now they're starting to spray again. Yep. Threats of storms. Yeah, so this is kind of interesting. My buddy Corey sent me this uh, last week, but he sent it to the wrong phone. He just sent it to my other phone, dude. Uh, so I told yeah, him. Yeah, dog. Yeah, dogs, because I told him <laughs> I was forgetting about it, and then today he was talking to me. He's like, dude, did you look into that thing? And I'm like, get my shit, dog. Bro, I forgot it was on the other phone. So um, he sent me a silence. S- silence. Silence. <laughs> Drive safe. <laughs> uh, uh, no, he sent me a link to sciencedaily.com, and this was a science daily. This was a, a research article that they had done out of uh, Rutgers, and it said it's entitled uh, "Geoengineering is just a partial solution to fight climate change." And the summary of it is, could we create massive sulfuric acid clouds that limit global warming and help meet the 2015 Paris International Climate Goals while reducing unintended impacts? Yes, in theory, according to a new study spraying sulfur dioxide into the upper atmosphere at different locations to form sulfuric acid clouds that block some solar radiation could be adjusted every year to keep global warming at levels set in the Paris Goals. Acid rain. Acid rain. That's all I think of. Mm. from the acid rain. Uh-huh. I was thinking Scrooge, but um, Slayer. Slayer. Yeah. Oh, where were you going? Scrooged. The movie. Bill Murray. Crickets, crickets, crickets. That's an awesome movie. I like it. I didn't remember that part. You don't? don't? It was on their, <clears throat> their Scrooge promo. promo oh, thing. yeah. Acid rain. Acid rain. Freeway shootings. Yeah. That's International right. terrorism. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Shooting yeah, up. yeah, the dude shooting up. 
awesome. That is an awesome show. Yeah, no, I was thinking Slayer. Skeletons of Society. Do you remember you remember Tyler? Oh yeah. You know he played that at Youth Fest when he was in like ninth grade? What is Youth Fest? Apparently down at like the Julia Davis Pan Shell, they do like oh. this thing every year for like like a kids talent show thing. <laughs> like and people would get up there and like play like classical piano and stuff and he got up and played Skeletons of Society. <laughs> like literally he sang it and played the guitar. He was huh. a pretty good guitar player. Yeah. He was. But yeah, it was just interesting choice. So uh, such technology is known as geoengineering or climate intervention, which we talked about this at length, three mm-hmm. episodes. But what I did find that was kind of wild about that is I um, was looking at uh, sulfur dioxide, the side effects of sulfur sulfur dioxide. And it says this is uh, the how sulfur dioxide uh, affects the human body. It affects the human respiratory system, particularly lung function, can irritate the eyes. Sulfur dioxide irritates the respiratory tract and increases the risk of tract infections. It causes coughing, mucus secretion, aggravates conditions such as asthma or chronic bronchitis. I don't know. Kind of sounded like COVID. <laughs> Isn't that what, <clears throat> like, the atmosphere of Venus or something is? Like, <clears throat> yeah. Sulfuric acid. I don't think we have any wieners left after this. <laughs> Seems like a pretty good idea. No wieners left? No, I'm spraying <laughs> sulfuric oh, yeah. acid into it. <laughs> My mind's in a different spot right now. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like, like terraforming the planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and him and I were specifically when we were talking today uh, about this <clears throat> about this article that he sent me. Is it reminded me of the stuff that they were doing with harp, where they were intentionally using warm air to push cold air up into the polar ice cap region, mm-hmm. so that it would continue to keep the ice caps cold and frozen. Um, and so, whoops, Jesus, excuse me. If you end up, uh, if this causes some kind of uh, warming effect or something like that. It could be helping them steer that mm-hmm. up into the uh, northern regions or something like that to direct cold air. I always wondered how that happens when you watch like the news and they're like, oh, it's an El Nino year this winter and then there's warm air going this way and then like on the other half of the United States it's like frozen. Yeah. Like in Texas and Florida, you're like, what? How does that happen? Yeah. Harp. Yeah. And Larry Gibbard. Oh. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know. Do you think that um, they are intentionally leaving the chemtrails out of the sky in the in the super in the hottest part of the season to dry everything out? It seems like it's a pretty normal, like like you yeah, said, a pattern. A pattern of yeah. a, a certain time of year they just drop yeah 
they drop out. And it seems cool. It seems strange because in this article they're saying that we need they need to use that stuff to curtail the the warming, right? Like by spraying the stuff up there, it creates like a reflection layer for the for the sun. So it's like, well, when it's a hundred and ten degrees outside, isn't that the time you'd want to do it? Yeah, exactly. So you don't, you know, or else everything's gonna be scorched. Mm-hmm. I just look at everybody's yards around here. Oh yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it is weird to think that, in like the hottest parts of the. Yeah, you you would think season that, if, that you would think that if this was a benevolent program, that in the hottest part of the year when they're saying global warming, global warming, everything's getting hot. You know, let's reflect some of yeah. that shit, dog. How about we do that now versus doing it in May? Mm-hmm. You know, when it's only like seventy degrees outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but oh. to me, it seems even more strange and insidious because it seems like the trails come. The cloud layer, kind of that confluence layer, kind of comes after the the trails get dropped, but then we see weather patterns after that. Whereas for like the last six weeks, seven weeks, there's been nothing, mm-hmm. no clouds, like hardly any clouds come through. It's just yep. blue sky and blazing sun all day. Mm-hmm. And with that article, or no, what you're talking about with Harp and them steering using the hot air to steer the cold air up to the poles. <clears throat> Maybe that's why we get these crazy heat domes and shit. Yeah, so they're I mean, trying to yeah, focus all the, the yeah. cold air up on top. And sunny, sunny, 90, 90, 100, 100, 100. Yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah. This week's going to be awesome. Yeah. Another good one. Dude, and I'll tell you what, man. Being outside on antibiotics burns your skin. I didn't realize that. Hmm. My skin just burns anyway. Mine does so. too. I usually burn, but I'm on antibiotics right now because of my leg. And like, dude, I, I was out mowing the grass and I usually wait until the evening to do it because supposedly it's better for your grass. Speaking of which, you still got that 21 incher. Yeah. The blade. Yeah. Might need that from your dog. Huh? Do you have a 21? Let's see if the bolt patterns are the same. But... I'll have to check it out. Yeah. We'll regroup after this. <laughs> we got it. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I usually wait until like, you know, six thirty or seven to mow my grass, and I was out there, and I came in, and the side of my head was like super red from, <laughs> and the sun had been going down. It's like, why? How did I get sunburned, dude? So I was talking with one of my buddies. I was like, yeah, man, I'm sunburned outside doing like nothing for like twenty minutes. He's like, you're on antibiotics, man. Can't go out there and doxycycline. <laughs> oh, look like. Richard Dreyfus from what what is that one? Close Encounters. Oh yeah. Oh, got, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. I didn't know that about antibiotics. Yeah, supposedly. <laughs> I noticed it yesterday when I was out all day. It was like my my hand, back of my hands were starting to tingle because it was starting to hurt. Huh. It's like time to go inside. Burner dog. Got burn. Yep. See that farmer's tan peeking out oh, from your yeah. shirt? Yeah. <laughs> White, white body. You wear a tank top, motherfucker. No, not a <laughs> no wife beater for me. Just under the shirt. Both of them. Come on. I know. It's a thing. It's not a thing. He rolled his eyes. I'm not cool. Not mm-hmm. cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, but yeah, it just seems like they're definitely doing something that doesn't make sense. Because why would you 
you know, let the let the bread basket of the United States just cook. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. I mean, in the heat of the moment. Yeah. Exactly. It's kind of weird. Yep. Well, on the same topic of um, kind of environmental stuff, they started pushing harder for the electric cars and solar stuff. Dude, I saw that. California. Yeah. California pushing for outlaw gas-powered vehicles by 2035. I don't even understand how that's going to be possible because there's no way that they're going to be able to have battery or solar power or anything like that, that would be able to transport that you know, many people. Well, and, and you're talking diesel transportation. Um, and what about like all the infrastructure to yeah, run have charging yeah. stations everywhere and all mm-hmm. that shit? It's like not yeah. construction equipment. Yeah. You're telling me a steamroller <clears throat> is going to be able to run not on diesel? Yeah, like, and dude, be effective. Yeah. yeah, what are these guys? I just don't understand. Flintstones did it. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It just doesn't make sense. But it's just obviously an agenda. So there's a mm-hmm. big money maker behind this. Yeah. And I would love to see the studies of how clean and effective the battery making process is. Mm-hmm. You know how good yeah. that is for the environment and the mining. Yeah, of all that shit, of all the minerals, like, and yep. you can do that with electric vehicles too. Yeah, and process all that shit with electric factories. Yeah, run off of solar power. Well, in in California, where are you going to get all this energy to do this? Because um, you guys have been bleeding Lake Mead and the Colorado River dry for years Mm -hmm. with all your energy consumption down there. I watched a news thing about that, and uh, I can't remember who the lady was, but she was talking about with all the regulations that California has as far as like protecting the rivers and stuff. Instead of them filling the reservoirs and kind of using the water as it's needed, mm-hmm. it's constantly flowing out to uh, for, like, fish and shit like that. So the lady was saying that from the time that the reservoirs are filled, by May, they're almost empty. So, like, they kind of stockpile the water mm-hmm. and then by may most of it's gone <clears throat> how is that even sustainable you know yeah i saw some headline about um they're talking about when are we going to divert water from like the mississippi and stuff and move it west and shit like that that's a long ways dude. yeah like a really long mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. i don't know if they've ever using driven all the, that yeah using all that i have shit to go Help out fucking people that are pieces of shit anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense, but, you know. All those movie stars that are in trouble for water in their yards right now. Did you see those headlines? No. It doesn't doesn't surprise me, though. But they're supposed to be under this lockdown and all these people. I'm going to water my yard. Yeah. Well, see, when it happens in our neighborhood, they just shut the water off and you don't get the choice to do that. Yeah. So, unless you... Better, you get a double water bill like i got last month it's like whoa 
Yeah, or you got to use the, the normal city water, and then you got That's to, what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, city water was insane last month. Doubled. Are you not on irrigation? I'm on irrigation, but our city water bill doubled. Oh, okay. It's like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. So the, um, the enforcer called, and they are like, oh, well, you probably have a leak because you guys lost this many cubits or whatever it was, you know. And um, I'm like... Yeah, dude, we don't have a leak because you're saying that that's like 50 bathtub fulls. Like, I would know if there's 50 bathtub well, yeah. fulls of water in my crawl space. And I went down there, and there's no water. So I guess they came out sometime this week and checked. Like, yeah, you got no leaks. It's like, you know, no shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks for the update, Einstein. Yeah. Like, <laughs> when know. are they going to send that refund check to you? Yeah. Yeah, never. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I just, the thing with California that blows me away is like, and New York too, because they did the same thing. <clears throat> if you want to drive an electric vehicle and you can afford one, like, I think that's cool. You know, my brother's got one. If I lived in a more like a metro, dense, dense metro area, like, you know, LA, downtown LA or mm-hmm. San Francisco or somewhere where it was like, you know, downtown Seattle, it would make more sense because there's not like as many uh, gas stations in those areas until you start getting out and you're usually be bopping around, you know, those downtown areas, you know, makes sense. Mm -hmm. But out here in the West, you know, it's mighty big open spaces out here. It just doesn't work. Open space. Yeah. Yeah. There's just no way to to be mm -hmm. able to do that. Yeah. And with all the problems that California has now with their power grid and – blackouts and all that kind of And they've of been shit. having that for decades. Yeah. yeah. The rolling brownout bullshit they yeah. do. Yeah. Like, how are you going to yeah. make enough power to charge everybody having a... That's the problem with that specific <clears throat> um, politically run side of the political spectrum is that everything is based off of feelings mm-hmm. nothing is based off of reality and logic mm-hmm. you know nobody actually sits down and looks at it on paper and goes oh you know this oh is, this will make me look this, good this is gonna cost <laughs> us i can do it so everybody else yeah can. this is gonna cost us this much dollars out the gate to be able to have this many charging stations it's gonna take this much electricity. It's gonna cause you know this much. What, what, nobody does that. Mm-hmm. You know, they just go oh, yep. By twenty thirty five, it's illegal. It's like what they're trying to do here too. Yep. What do you mean? In Boise, the the mayor's uh, thing is same shit. Uh, electric vehicles by twenty. 30 something or 2020 something or for whatever. average citizens for or they all, just the all of employee the, all of the city vehicles city vehicles and shit like police cars lawnmower yeah. bullshit like that yeah it's like oh, okay yeah mm-hmm. good, yeah, good idea <laughs> yeah. claim yeah good job you're real good yeah <laughs> bang up job yeah Let's that'd ju- be pretty sweet not cops in a High speed pursuit. Bing. That's what I was thinking. I too. just want to Somebody... see cops on segways chasing <laughs> yeah. bad guys. <laughs> they had, they were on those in New Orleans when yeah. we were there on the in the airport. Yep. and yeah. on the uh, you know the French whatever. Quarter. French Quarter. Yeah. 
Yeah, they're on horses down there, too. Dude, that French Quarter smells like ass. It smells like vomit. It's gross. Yeah. Yeah. It smells like ass vomit. <laughs> ass vomit <laughs> ass. I don't need to go back. Yeah. Been there once. Once? Yep. Good enough. I can get beignet anywhere. <laughs> Truck stops got them. It's all good. Let's go get a regular size donut. Let's it's fine. Donuts, guys. Or, you know what? Let's just get what a beignet is really. A scone. <laughs> yeah. Let's go to Merritt's and get scones. Go to Merritt's or go to the fair. Yeah. So she's she's not that bright. No. Dude, no in no. my opinion. No, in your opinion, man. Dude, listen how close that airplane is. It's going to crash into us. Dude, it's leaving shit, a it shadow. <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> Wish you had an explosion noise on that. Yeah, I but don't. Should have just it. done the clapping sound. That's all, folks. Bye. So, I don't know. I, I don't see it being a thing, mm. switching over to electric. It's just a thing yeah. for people to say and think that they're better yeah. than everybody, and we're going to change that. And, like, no, you're not. And if you're <laughs> against it, then you hate the planet. Yeah. If you're against everybody it, you're to a Nazi. Die. You are a Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny that we were talking about the green agenda and, like, the color you know, mm-hmm. green, green, green. Everything's got to be green. And then you notice the uh, that whole Roe v. Wade uh, uh, pro-abortion movement. Everybody's got the green banners and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you were talking about the green representing the color of the abyss. Mm-hmm. Yep. Seems yep. kind of interesting choice of color for all of this movement. This, yep. Both of those movements, actually. Because mm-hmm. they're kind of... Like dividing everything yeah. so much and yeah, yeah, yep, crazy making everybody be on that side or that side. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Dividing and conquering. Yeah. What does that mean? Huh. Yeah. Weird, dude. Uh, I don't get it. Sense. That don't sounds like it. a conspiracy yeah. theory. Yeah, that's yeah, that's me. <laughs> Speaking of which, I had watched. Uh, it was actually on C-SPAN. From uh, this was played back in the in the uh, late eighties, I think. Um, it's on YouTube. It's called CIA Officer: The Killing of JFK in 1963, and the Secret Wars of the CIA are linked or connected. And this guy was a former agency dude that had um, had been some kind of a station chief in in one of the uh, foreign countries, and he was a whistleblower. He actually wrote a book whistleblowing a bunch of the stuff that had happened, and I guess the CIA was able to figure out some way to block it so that if anybody buys his book, he doesn't get the profits or the proceeds the agency does. So he's like, he'll actively tell you not to buy his book. Wow. Yeah. But it's like, uh, he's, he's given a speech on like C-SPAN or something like that. And he talks for an hour about, he links all these different, you know, like, Global events that had happened, you know, like Nicaragua and like, you know, El Salvador and all these things, like the drug trafficking stuff of the 70s and 80s. And he's like linking it back to the agency and stuff. And it's pretty wild because um, while he's talking about that, you're going, huh, now that seems like a lot of stuff that's going on right now mm-hmm. in the United States. Yeah. Like all of this, you know, divide and conquer campaign, like, 
you know, pitting people against each other and constantly trying to get um, one side riled up and get the other side and then the violence and then the, you know, the instability. And that's what causes, that's how they were able to do all these regime changes is causing instability in these countries. Mm. There was a show I watched. um, It was on, oh God, I think it was Discovery Channel or something. It was a series where they were showing... um, like civil unrest throughout the world and um, how the CIA was involved with a bunch of it. And when I was watching that, I was like, this is exactly what's going on here with all the riot, peaceful protests. January 6th and then, you know, the defund the police. And this was a couple of years ago that I watched it. um, And I was like, Dude, that's yeah. exactly what is happening here. No, it's not. Yeah. No, it's not. No, dude, nope. you're no, crazy. Yep. You're crazy conspiracy theorist. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, yeah, and the other thing in this, if you if you take time to watch this YouTube uh, documentary or the YouTube uh, sp- I don't know, speech or whatever you want to call it, like study that he does, uh, he talks specifically about how uh, Lucky Luciano from the mafia, was got he, they got him out of prison when they were first forming the agency that, uh, you know, like the OSS turned in the agency, they got him out of prison and were using him and the mob to basically do all the funneling and, and, you know, like all the, all the black hand stuff, mm-hmm. you know, that they couldn't do. And the, it was pretty interesting, man. That and then you see the rise of that and, you know, the rise of the, the mob and then, the rising of the mob in Vegas and how much money Vegas created and all that stuff. And then Havana and then that being linked to JFK and then, you know, mobsters like Jack Ruby and the Dallas mob being involved in the Kennedy death. It just, it's crazy. Like the web, the web just starts weaving every Mm -hmm. direction, you know? Yeah. But he talks specifically about how they would use, like foreign fighters, they would they would like rise up certain people and they would fund them and do X, Y, and Z. And the only thing I could think of was George Soros. Just thinking about him every single time because I was like, they talk about how that you know they'd get these key players like political players that would you know be able to use money and finance and all that those assets to be able to fund the protests and the you know the destruction and mm-hmm. all the mayhem and you're like dude he like hires professional uh, rioters and protesters mm-hmm. and you know yep and all the shit he is involved in you know collapsing I mean, uh, uh, other my, countries and then well, taking the, them over with yeah. those people. are our opinions yeah yeah your opinion man. definitely our opinions mm-hmm. it's not a hundred percent confirmed that he'd done any of that but hundred percent it's opinion. A, definitely an opinion and alleged <clears throat> on the internets a lot of people are conspiracizing about it mm-hmm. they I, are a threat listen to tim kennedy um and he went and did that thing to get more people out of afghanistan yeah and that was funded by george soros's kid what was his operation that he was doing. Tim Kennedy's? Yeah. It was funded by George Soros's kid? 
Yep. When I was listening to it, he was talking about, oh, yeah, and then so-and-so, George Soros's kid, or maybe it was like a nephew or something, some pretty close relation to him. I was like, oh, dude. Yikes. You just lost some credibility, dude. Yep. Damn, really? Mm-hmm. He was funding the get out of Afghanistan thing, not the the whole like actual U.S. just leaving all the shit and taking off. No, it was him and I can't remember the name of the thing, but it was him and several other um, ex-operator guys that went back over there that had like a private plane and they go and grab these people that were supposed to be hmm. evacuated. And I wonder what that's all about. Don't know. Do you think that's like a benevolent? Like they're trying to bring those people here? I mean, I don't know. Every time I hear Soros' name, I just think, shady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's shady like elm tree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like following up a meat stick with a sip of aha. Those meat <laughs> sticks are damn good, dude. I've yeah. got like eight of them now. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that, dude. That sucks. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to do a little bit more research on that because, like I said, every time I hear that dude's name, it seems like there's nothing good that comes behind it mm-hmm. or after it. Unless what you're him. You, all the what have yous. Yeah, but what have yous. A lot of ins and outs. All the ins and outs and what have yous. Ups and downs all around. And then the uh, one more thing on the electric car thing. The goal for the end of that is 13 years weird <laughs> yeah <laughs> jeez so we also had last week when we talked about liz cheney oh yeah um she's the, awesome i love her yeah had another few big hits uh this week with uh brian stelter getting uh fired or whatever from cnn oh yeah the fucking toad yeah and then that's weird to me because it was the same thing with cuomo Mm -hmm. it's like they use these dudes as these big mouthpieces and then it's like all of a sudden they're just done with them and just ring them out and throw them in the trash yeah it just makes me wonder what that's all about Mm -hmm. don't know but like if it's some kind of a game, mm-hmm. you know, like they tell them like, Hey, you know, it's like WWF. Mm-hmm. Okay. Undertaker, you're going to have a thing and you're not going <laughs> to like dusty roads. <laughs> you know, you're going to have a beef with the Hulk this week. You know, mm-hmm. that's what it seems like. Yeah. It's more reality TV. Yeah. That's what, that's, that's what, what the news, mind. it just it seems is. like it's like all stage. <clears throat> like, it, okay, you're going to be the thing. And then and they're then, not journalists. They're just talking heads. They're, mm-hmm. they just sit there and, repeat what they're given yeah they wear their earpiece la 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 pop 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 their butt yeah yeah like ventriloquist yeah in our opinions yeah man and then nothing confirmed the big one Fauci's resignation yeah dude I when I saw that I was like yeah he ain't going anywhere no way and then he'll be a consultant yeah and then your what you sent was actually made more sense like oh he's He's running for the bunkers, you know, with all the other elites getting ready for, you know, whatever dirty bomb they the next release, or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or 
So he's going to ramp up COVID, monkeypox, yeah. something else, whatever. Either that or once he is out, he'll go to work for the WHO and then be in charge of Everything. shutting countries yeah. down. Yeah. That would be pretty scary. That's probably where Because he's going if next. you remember when he was talking about how everybody just needs to shut up and do what they're told and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff, like, that's nuts. Nah, dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't need anybody that has to stand on a stool to, like, you know, see over the podium. Tell me what to do. The science. I am the science. You, Senator Paul, have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> That's, That's good. Yeah. That's good. That's really good. Thank you. <laughs> it was the meat sticks and no titanium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Something's not good. It's going to happen. Well, and then I ended up, I don't even know how I came across it, but there was a interview with like one of the world's most like leading bunker manufacturers i guess the guy i think he might be out of canada and uh he has a in the in the thing he talked about how he opened up a bunker making plant in the in uk and poland he was talking about how he's been making all these bunkers you know for the very wealthy people well he was talking about how originally it was just kind of like the normal rich prepper people blah 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 and then he said since the uh, ukraine war started he said that prior to the ukrainian war starting he had met one billionaire that was a client and then since the ukrainian war had started and this was like a month ago or three weeks ago he said that he had met eight or nine billionaires now that have been clients and they're all buying the biggest the old missile silos yep. and shit. The biggest bunker that he has available with the best air filtration systems and yada yada. And uh, just makes you wonder, mm-hmm. like, you know, what's going to happen here? Because, you know, those people always know because their money's controlling everything. Mm-hmm. It would be interesting to see, like, the action at all those Iron Mountain facilities that's going on. Where? The Iron Mountain facilities that they have that are like the bunkers inside of giant mountains. That's why they call them Iron Mountain. Like, you know, banks use them and shit. And then they have like the shit for all the seeds and Mm -hmm. all that shit. But what what kind of in and outs are going on at all of those locations? Because there's tons of them. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. just be interesting to see if there's like more traffic or something going on. But. Yeah, it's probably pretty wild, dude. I can't even imagine. There was a story, I th- I can't remember if it was last week or week before, about some billionaire dude that was trying to build a bunker in New Zealand. And the, uh, it, it didn't, uh, like the people in New Zealand shut it down or whatever. But they're talking about it having, like, an indoor pool and <laughs> well, yeah. a spa room and all this shit. I'm like, is that what you're going to be thinking about if you have to use a bunker? Fuck, I, I could go for a couple oh, of laps. for a swim. Yeah. Shit, yeah, dog. <laughs> I'm going to take a steam and, like, yeah. what the fuck? I'm going to be like, dude, I'm 100 feet underground and I haven't seen the sun in three months. <laughs> they probably got one of those. crazy. 
probably got one of those down there, too. They probably just put those blue light things over their eyeballs. And everybody comes mole people on their fucking little tiny eyes. (laughs) 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 Like that (laughs) character from The Simpsons, that old man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Or or Millhouse, too. Yeah. Yeah. Tiny little (laughs) eyes. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I don't think I could live in one of those. And he was talking about his standard bunkers were like for like poor people. For the poors? Yeah, for the poors. (laughs) Were like start he's trying to make a basic poors, you know, bunker that you could get installed fifty grand. And I'm like, fifty thousand dollars is a lot of money, dude. Why why would you need that when you could buy a an electric car? Yeah. And everything would be fine. That's yeah. the thing, though, is like that, the Iron Mountain ones, there's ones that they've built. And there was, a, I saw a show on it a long time ago, but they build them. And there's some that have like malls in them. What? Yeah. They, they, like, it's like they have enough for like a city sustained of yeah. X amount of people. Yeah. But they build them that big in some of those locations. Yeah. So during the apocalypse. I want to go shopping. Oh, let's go hit Lily (laughs) (laughs) Vuitton. Yeah. Uh, When I was in uh, D.C. one time, I was coming out of Reagan, and this is the first time I'd ever been there. And so I needed to ride it. I needed to get uh, down into Virginia. And so I, I come out and... I'm like, I don't know where I'm going. So I'm like, okay, I guess I'll ride a train down there or something. <laughs> like, I don't know. Is the guy, what we do? No, the guy I was meeting had the rental car. He, uh, his flight was delayed. So he's like, man, I'm still in, uh, you know, wherever. And I was like, well, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, you're not going to be here till midnight. And I'm here and it's like 530. So I got to figure out a way to get where I'm going. So I'm like, I guess I'll just like take a train. So I was like carrying my luggage through, and I get on this train, and then uh, it drops down, like leaves Reagan International, and then drops down. And I was like, okay, I got to figure out where I'm going. I don't even know. And so I got off at the Crystal City stop or something like that. And it was just like that. It was like an underground mall. So I got off, and I'm like, okay, you know, I didn't know it was underground. I saw us go under, you know, like in a little tunnel thing, but I didn't think I was actually underground. So I was trying to figure out how to get out of wherever we were. And it was just like this maze of like all these shops and dude, it was like super weird and surreal. It was like that uh, scene from Demolition Man. Mm. And he's like in that underground thing with all the, the Dennis Leary and shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was weird. And I'm like carrying my legs around. Do we go up? Do we ascend at some point? Yeah, so finally, do? I was like, hey, I had asked some shop person. I was like, oh, where are we? She's like, we're at Crystal City. I was like, okay, where's that? Yeah, what? what <laughs> is it? Because I couldn't get any cell phone reception, so I was, you know, no clue. Um, and so she's like, you know, take this way, blah, 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 blah. And then I came out and, like, came to the street. And I'm like, okay, cab time. <laughs> no more trains. <laughs> but, yeah, super weird, man. So... I could never live like that, like just being no. underground, and I'd almost well, rather just. You won't have to worry about it. The richers will. We'll all be dead. Yeah, yeah. you guys will be dead. <laughs> you, you got fifty grand for one of those? No, but I got, I, I got a shovel. Well, 
shoveling. I know how to pour concrete. <laughs> I'll make a big one. It'll be like, you know, like a eight by eight or like a four by four, like a coffin. That's much, much better. Yeah. Just slide it over. That's what, that's what it'll be. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. <laughs> be just like being in a sarcophagus. Mm-hmm. What is the, that people's train that goes all the name of it that goes like all across the country like the passenger train I don't know thing sounds like a passenger train to me yeah it sounds uh, like the people's train I can't train. remember the name of it the we um, the people train yep um, I worked with a guy that, that moved here from Massachusetts and he took the train back to Massachusetts <laughs> <laughs> for vacation one time like Wow. I bet that took like three weeks. It's like 3,000 miles or some shit. Yeah. It? He's like, it's way cheaper than flying. I was like, <laughs> dude. But it takes like a week to get yeah. over there. Six hours yeah. versus two and a half weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. No, dog. Yeah. Dude, you could drive to Massachusetts faster than that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't What's remember. it like a four day drive? I don't know. Probably. Just ask the red cord. Oh, yeah. Remember when they played here? Yeah. That's good shit. That yeah, dude had a pretty gnarly voice. Mm-hmm. Guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. His name is Guy, dude. His name is Guy, bro. <laughs> Come on, Guy. Yeah, those guys are pretty good. I mm-hmm. wish that they, they wouldn't have stopped when they did with, uh, was it Fed Through the Teeth Machine? I think it was their last, last record. So. Dude, that was Demoralizer. Or no, was it Demoralizer? That was the name of the song, one of the songs. I don't remember. I just listened to him a few months ago. Dude, it was such a again. good record, man. All of their records are really good. I mean, Fused Through, Revolving Doors, I mean, just the recording wasn't as good. But Still the content good, was pretty damn yeah. good. Um, it's not gonna be alright. It's not gonna be okay. <laughs> Yeah, man. They played that here when they played here with Converge and fucking Genghis went, Strong. Fucking that shit went crazy. Yeah. Yeah. They, what uh, was it? Yeah, the. I can't feel my legs. Yeah. Hypertension, Hypertension diabetes. diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> I've got it all. Yeah. Uh, they played. Yeah, they played almost. I mean, I can't remember. They played a ton of songs when they played here. It was good. It was yeah. really good. That guy's huge too, man. Or at least he used to be. He was like freaking buff. Like uh, <laughs> what's his name? Yeah, from uh, Dillinger Escape Plan. Oh yeah, Greg. <laughs> Greg Pachito. <laughs> he did that thing in that video. <laughs> Grabbed the kid by the shirt. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and screamed in his face. Remember they played here. They played at the what was that place that used to be at Sixth and Main? Sixth and Main. Was it called Sixth and Main? Mm-hmm. And they were blown fire and stuff. They played with Shat, the dude with all the dildos. Oh, around. yeah, yeah. I forgot about that guy. <laughs> like a dildo knee pads yeah. and shit. <laughs> like one on his head. Right. Like Orgasmo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's where we saw Misfits. Yep. Oh, yeah. The original oh. Misfits? Two of them. Jerry only and... Doyle, Doyle. Wolfgang oh. von Frankenstein. Yeah. Then the 
their fight busted out and they pepper sprayed inside the building and everybody was like, <laughs> it was crazy. I got yeah. something to say. <laughs> I got some pepper spray today. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Those guys are badass. Mm-hmm. I wish I could have seen them back in the day. That would have been cool. Like the original Misfits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would have been so awesome. Yep. Yeah. It's like the original Black Flag would have been awesome. Mm-hmm. Reunion tour, dog. Hmm? Reunion tour. No, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I can smell Keith's hair from here. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. That's like horrible. Dude, it's like <laughs> fucking bro. completely bald on top and then just like nasty long ass dreads. They like touched the floor there so long. Mm hmm. Been in a lot of bathrooms dragging those around. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. No thanks. Ugh. Who was the other huge dude? Um, singer. From Harm's Way? Yeah, Harm's oh, Way. Oh, yeah. That dude is a fucking yeah. monster. Guy's well, a holy fucking monster. Shit. And it's like, bro, come on, man. Like, you don't even need to take your shirt off every time you guys play. <laughs> Everybody already knows you're huge. You know you're buff. You know? It's probably just uncomfortable to wear a shirt that, you know, because it's always yeah. so tight. When you're that yeah. huge. Oh, God. God damn it, I gotta take this off. 3X and still, like, tight on <laughs> I did like their stuff, but there was some of their stuff that had too much of the, like, like electronica kind of entry yeah. into it. Towards like, the end. Eh. Just, yeah. like, the same oh, thing. End, but. Yeah, same thing with Pig Destroyer. Like, they started letting that sample guy take over. I'm like, dude. And then they got a bass player who's like... All right, now you guys just now you're trying to pussy. What are you trying to be a band? Yeah, <laughs> nobody needs low end. <laughs> no fucking injustice, on, dog. Dude. Yeah, come on. Just, did did anybody did. learn anything? Yeah. Ripping off the doors. You need a fucking bass player. Back on to the other side. We went way off the rails. Whoa! Yeah. Whoa. I don't even know where Luke's, I'm at. My Luke, notes. Luke's getting us back on track here. Um, Man, I don't remember what we were talking about. We were talking about Fauci. Oh, yeah. And then another thing that happened, I think just this week, is that YouTube removed the um, restrictions on their, quote, mask misinformation. So, like, now videos won't get deleted or whatever for... Thank you, YouTube. Talking yeah. about masks. Yeah. Thank you for allowing freedom of speech. Yeah. Yeah. Shucks. Speech. Cuckoo! Cuckoo! <laughs> Jeez, dude. Like, it's just lame. Yeah. Let's see. What year do we live in? 1984, yeah. dog. Yeah. It never got out of it. <laughs> Water bottle. Uh, Water bottle. Sweet thief. <laughs> And I think the last thing, well, one of the last things I've got was that last week, kind of coincidentally, when we were doing our show, Mike Glover was on Tim Pool's show. Oh, yeah. He was wearing my American Contingency shirt. Did you jump on the super chat and be like, Mike, I love you. Can we sign these? (laughs) Yep. Simon Titties. 
I feel bad but, for that guy, dude, because that just the whole thing doesn't make any sense with what's going on with him. It kind of does after listening That's to true, that. That's true, yeah. I didn't know that he was one of the whistleblowers on Benghazi. Yeah. So it's like yeah. he was on their list and just they didn't were just it. waiting for yeah. the right time to but was he yeah. there on the Benghazi thing when that went down or how how I was think, he a whistleblower? I don't know if he was in Benghazi or if he knew the guys, dudes that were in it. Yeah. I can't remember John the Krasinski. story now. Yeah. But uh, John yeah. Krasinski. Yep, him too. Yeah, I met the dude that wrote the book. Oh. A couple of years ago at Shot Show. That's cool. Real cool dude. Very to the point. Yeah. But as you probably I mean, would be after being, you know, through stuff like that. Yep. He was some I mean, kind of a contractor. I can't remember which, what he does now. Hmm. And I can't remember. I think at the time he had just gotten out of one of the units and then was contracting. Because that wasn't a bunch of contractors that it happened to. I think so. Mm-hmm. They were pulling so. security for the mm-hmm. embassy and something happened. Yep. And it might have been when um, he was contracting for... CIA. Oh, that's new. right. Because uh, so was uh, what's his name, uh, Sean Ryan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Those two guys are awesome to listen to. Yeah, I'm not a fan though of what you know Sean's been talking about. That he's been getting really into that whole psychedelic therapy stuff. Which, mm-hmm. dude, I don't know, man. I think that stuff's pretty. From pretty dicey. I don't think I would want to play. For you mind, yeah. So follow. <laughs> Platoon. Yeah. Platoon. <laughs> Good night, folks. <laughs> yeah, I remember that movie. Just haven't seen it in a while. Shit, dog. Want to watch it? Get no. your dick skin on that. <laughs> you don't have a Blu-ray player, so no, I can't. No, I'm one of the pores. I think I got it. I don't have a bunker. I don't have a Blu-ray player. I don't have a, a fridge. Car. <laughs> I don't have an electric car. No, I don't have a garage fridge. You don't even have a neon anymore. Yeah. You know what else I don't have is a new 21 inch lawnmower blade i do <laughs> i know you're a cash checker you got a freaking telescope sitting in here isn't that cool it's got a layer of dust on you probably never even looked at the moon with it i have no i, I couldn't get the electronic part to work to line up with shit it's even got a little phone thing on it doesn't it a little phone picture thing no oh, i don't know oh you're poor and they ain't got one of i those. don't know much about it other than i can't get it to work right yeah, it sucks trying to look at the moon and, like... Well, this thing's supposed to have this thing where you type in these coordinates and shit, and it'll find it, but you got to calibrate it, and it was just a piece piece of shit. Mm-hmm. They didn't describe very well how you're supposed to do it. So. Did you buy it off of Amazon? I think so. Got it for my birthday. Mm. But we saw the moon and shit. Some planets and shit. Planets? Did she Saturn? Yeah. Yeah. We worshipped it, dog. <laughs> Saturn. Black Saturn. I worshipped it. <laughs> Dude. Um, yeah. I was going to say something about a. I listened to this podcast where a guy had a, a death experience where he went to hell and he was talking about mm-hmm. all this crazy stuff. Yeah, dude. He was talking about how when he was in there, they were there was all these black cubes everywhere. Oh. And then that's what you would go into is these black cubes. They were like the cells. Sounds like, like Hellraiser. Yeah. I was like, hmm, that sounds kind of familiar because 
kind of like everything in the occult is all about the black cube. Mm-hmm. In yeah. fact, the whole ritual of like graduation, you know, mm-hmm. like wearing the black robe, the black cube, which they call the, what do they call that? The mortar or the. Arts were green though. Yeah. True. So fake news. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody listened to me. <laughs> Okay, normally it'd be black, right? But ours were maybe that's just for college graduates. But the tassel on the right side, graduation, move it to the left, left hand path, Mm -hmm. initiation. Yeah, I can't even remember how they did this. Yeah, it's pretty. You throw your hat in the air and it sticks on somebody's back like (laughs) one crazy summer. (laughs) Yeah. So black cubes of hell. Yeah. It was a really crazy episode. Like, I listened to it. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I can't even. Imagine. But it, it's the second or third one that I've listened to. And all these guys end up describing the same thing where they describe, like, when they get to this outer darkness, that um, the first thing that happens is, like, all of these, um, like, demonic spirits come and try to crush you. And, like, they start trying to squeeze, like, like suffocate you, like squeeze everything out of you, like you're on the ground. They're just squeezing you, and uh, but you're dead, right? Yeah, but that's what they they ex- they describe. You'd have to listen to. So it. you're like an, uh, you're not a tangible object when I mean, you're I dead. No, I mean know? the people that have these near death experiences explain that like everything is still is real. Hmm. Like touch, that's the part that I don't get. I know is you're not tangible if you're dead. So how could you feel anything? I, that's what I'm saying. It's like a spirit, like you're going into like a new dimension, new body, new, I don't know. But people describe like all this stuff. But this dude specifically talked about how um, he was getting crushed on the ground, that they were trying to like eviscerate him. They were yelling all these things at him and like screaming and all this stuff. And then, yeah. Pretty crazy. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> but then, um, yeah, he, he describes that, and then I started thinking to myself, I was like, oh, <clears throat> Joseph Smith and Muhammad both explain, they described like being visited by this angel of light, and then that the first thing that happened when this angel of light appeared was that they were being suffocated, and like it felt, felt like there was they were being crushed. Hmm. And just when they thought that it was over, that's when it released. Hmm. And then it turned out to be a benevolent spirit quote-unquote avoid the light dog oh seems kind of weird dude well i just think of black cube i go to work i sit in a cubicle so and you wear black and i wear black but i'm in a cubicle Mm -hmm. so shit in prison that's work (laughs) (laughs) wasn't in uh, voluntarily (laughs) that uh interstellar when he went into the black hole, wasn't it like all like cube stuff when he was... When he's like behind the... Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert, behind the shit. Mm-hmm. Kind of... It, or it, was it like big long it rectangle was, Yeah, kind it of was things. more like, like... Yeah. I'm not that trying was to spoil pretty, the movie. Pretty wild movie. Yeah, it was, it cool. was really cool. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Yeah. I just thought that was crazy when I was listening to that podcast <clears> guy was talking about. <throat> Seeing all these black cubes. Yeah. When you were Whoa. um saying that that's what it was I was picturing in my head was from Interstellar. 
something kind of like that, but mm-hmm. it was something that looked like that. Just that mm. those shapes all over the place. But yeah. Yeah. Wild. I wonder if any of those dudes, when they <laughs> woke up in where they were with all these demons around, like, I'm fucking dead, guys. <laughs> like, what's up? What yeah. are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The one guy described originally seeing, like, as he was dying, that he went to a, like, through the light tunnel. Mm-hmm. And then he, uh, he got to this like big rock and then he said that he felt like a drop. And then that's when he ended up in this other, he, he explained it like it was like another world, like another reality, but there was like a landscape, there was things, but it was like, you know, a void mm-hmm. at the same time. And then he said that that's when everything like rushed him. And, and then he said that as he was like being led through this, this landscape there was all these black cubes and every time that they would you know like these entities and he described entities like specifically like reptilian looking entities like you know Mm. half reptile lizard looking things that would like shape shift and change and then have you know try to get him to come into this cube or into this cube and then he would see other people and he described at one point seeing uh, a lady that was French because you could see the uh, uh, Eiffel Tower and the way she was dressed was very like 17, 1800s like, you know, poofy shirt and uh, poofy uh, dress and all that stuff and that he was actually like being narrated her life. It was, it's really strange. It was a really interesting podcast, but he was basically going through and like he could, he knew everybody's pre-existence and why they were there and why he was there. And it was just like this, like everybody almost like telepathically were communicating, but then at the same time, it was being led around by all of these like strange, you know, reptilian entities that were shape shifting and changing and, you know, Mm. it just, wow. Yeah. Sounds like the carnies at the fair. Yeah. Hey, yeah. come on up to my booth. Hey, hey, yeah. hey. Yeah. <laughs> there was a... They look like you want to come in this cube? Hey, come on. I, wa- I watched, uh, like, one of those, uh, what are they called, speaking things where they have, like, a bunch of different speakers. Ted Talks. No. Kind of like the UFO convention things. Oh, this like one a was conference? For, yeah, yeah. Um, this one was a near-death experience one. And this lady, she was a doctor, was talking about her near-death experience when she was um, on a canoeing trip in, I think it was like Central or South America. I Dude, think I read this I one. I saw this one on uh, Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw that Say too. it, though. Yeah, yeah. Tell the story because yeah, I, I it's that. refreshing my memory. Yeah. And she was talking about... She went off of like this little waterfall, and I don't know if it's little or not, but got Probably trapped. Like a ninety footer. Yeah, <laughs> got trapped down there, and she could feel herself getting pulled out of the canoe. It could feel the bones breaking in her legs and shit, and uh, at the same time, she was getting like that tunnel thing and people calling her. So she goes up to this light, and she kept going back to see what was going on with her body. And they finally end up finding her, yeah, pulling her out. 
And it was like, I can't remember, two or three miles from the river to the closest road. And they had called an ambulance and took her up there. And she went back into the light another time. And I can't remember if they were just telling her to stay with them. And she said, no, I need to go back or something. And then ended up waking up in the ambulance after, I think it was like 45 or 50 minutes underwater and yeah, all that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. It was wild hearing her talk about her feeling, her bones breaking and like tendons and stuff tearing and shit. And that was a pretty yeah. wild one. Yeah, I I always in, find those uh, near death experience and or death experience um, stories to be so fascinating. I read a book mm-hmm. called ninety, I think it was called Ninety Minutes in Heaven, like a long time ago. It was a really good book. Um, that guy describes vividly what he and it's it's always so similar what everybody describes because I've listened to a lot of the ones from like people claiming that they had you know died in you know, gotten to heaven or whatever. And they're all pretty similar. And most of the stories, which, you know, people could be, I don't know, taking stories from other people. And, that's and, what I want. You know what I'm saying? Like or if it's shit that's implant, Im- implanted in your brain from all these stories you hear mm-hmm. and you're not dead for that long. And it's like, so you're just coming back, but you're just remembering things that you've heard. That's the shit yeah. that I wonder about is yeah. how much of that is real or how much of that is stuff that is just subconsciously your, yeah, like the, is happening because, because your, your body's in distress. Yeah. So you're just releasing shit. Oh yeah. Yeah. This is cool because people come back and it's like, well, you don't really know. Yeah. And then I've listened to a lot. Of, I, I had never really listened to the ones where people claimed that they, they had gone to hell before I started just <clears throat> listening to those recently. And those ones are even more wild, dude. It's like, mm-hmm. Whoa, like that sounds like some crazy, crazy stuff to experience. Um, but yeah, it just it makes me wonder, like, you know, if you talk with, like, you know, doctors and ER people and stuff like that, they see people that have died or that they <clears throat> resuscitate that come back. And some of the stuff people say, like, instantly is like, mm-hmm. whoa, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, people identifying surgical instruments. and Yeah. Or, like, you know, other things, like saying things that are like out of this world and you're like whoa okay. yeah this guy I, was dead to me the the one the craziest thing is them describing the surgical instruments because there's no way a person could see those things in that condition yeah usually like, they've got like the tent around them and mm-hmm. but i mean even there's still the possibility of them picking up something that people say even though they are technically dead but the the identifying instruments and stuff is that one really is like what the fuck yeah yeah Yeah. um i was listening to one the other day where a guy was talking about how his mom when he was growing up was uh possessed by a demon and that one was probably the most crazy graphic story I've ever heard, but it was so similar to what these guys had described in their hell experiences that you're just kind of like, dude, like something seen, you know, something here is definitely like, you know, cross, cross correlating or cross referencing mm-hmm. because it just seems, you know, it just seems weird because he was talking about how, 
his mom would like sit there and it started out as small things like it started out with her doing seances when her dad died and she was trying to embody his spirit because they I guess they had a really close relationship when they were here mm-hmm. or you know when he was alive and then he died suddenly and then she had um you know like I was having a really hard time with it so she started kind of getting into witchcraft and the that whole kind of like wicked thing and then started doing seances and, and wanted to like take on his spirit or something and then at that point this guy talks about like that was kind of like the ultimate like little change and then it was like little things little things little things and then over the years it just became like you know crazy like she was acting like a wild animal you know in the house and like like chewed off the side of her tongue and all of her teeth were all broken and she would like it is like crazy stuff um she was in her bedroom and he could hear like all this slamming like really slant loud slamming noises and so he came in her room and was like what was that what was that and i guess she was like that was satan he's jumping he's jumping on my chest trying to suffocate me and i was like dude there's that suffocation thing again Mm -hmm. that these demonic entities are trying to do that like it's so so bizarre you know Mm -hmm. um but yeah that one was really really wild to listen to i wonder if when somebody is supposedly possessed that's what that guy was seeing in hell with all the other people walking around is those demons taking their soul down there so they can inhabit the body. Oh yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it it was a like I said listening to that one I was just kind of like, "Whoa, dude, like that's some heavy stuff." Yeah. You know, he was talking about how his mom would like literally sit there and have conversations in foreign languages like over and over and over in like all these different like sounding voices, hmm. like really deep raspy sounds and then higher pitch and she would like fluctuate and like have full-blown like she would just sit there and have all these conversations in foreign languages and the enforcer and i were talking about that the other day we were talking about that whole you know like holy rollers and speaking in tongues stuff and i remember going to a church like that when i was younger and it was like completely you know fake stuff Mm -hmm. it was like oh you know people just like your opinion man yeah yeah (laughs) totally in my opinion fake but it was like very weird and just people Mm -hmm. like blah and just jumping all over and flipping on the floor and all this weird stuff and i obviously growing up in a completely different style church than that and so it was like whoa this is really weird so i left and didn't like any of that stuff but then a couple years later ben and i ended up there was a couple girls from high school that we ran into this was after we graduated and they invited us over to this bible study and so we're like, okay, sure. So we go to this Bible study and, uh, everybody's making out. No, it was like, there was probably like six or seven girls and then us. And then there was a couple guys that it was like 10 people total. It was like not a very big thing. It was down on the bench, um, down off of like, uh, Atlantic and Overland, like that area, mm-hmm. you know, just North of South Overland. It was in a pretty nice house. And at the very end of it, they were you know saying a prayer and doing their thing and then one of them said something and said something about speaking in tongues and then immediately another girl 
started speaking in a ancient sounding foreign language that I have never heard before. It was nothing like what I had seen at that one church. This was like a legitimate sounding old, not Latin, but some very, I mean, it was crazy. Like I could hear them saying stuff and I like look over at Ben and he's, cause he took Latin in high school. And so we were both like, kind of like looking at each other and it was just, I mean, she was just saying it, dude. And then immediately as she stopped, the girl said, so-and-so translate. And the other girl said everything in English that this girl said. And it was not like, there was like no pause. There was no anything. It was just, I'm just saying it. And then another girl started talking in that tongues. And then another person translated and it was completely different, but it was all legitimate sounding. And so, and then they were done and everybody just kind of stood up and they were like, you guys want to go get some ice cream and stuff? Like it was like totally normal, right? Like it was not like the other church where it was like crazy chaos. And so Ben and I go and we get in his truck he didn't even start the truck, dude. We just sat there and we stared at each other for like five or six minutes. Like, like we didn't even leave. We just sat there. We we're like, what? In the? Like that was the <laughs> most. Sounds like you went to a seance too, <laughs> dude. It was the craziest thing I have ever witnessed. You know, like Bible I mean, study it, seance. It's the same shit. Just the the language sounded so real. Mm-hmm. Like just like a legitimate. Nothing, nothing fake. Like if I tried to start faking that I could speak some language, it would be obvious that I mm-hmm. don't speak it, right? Yeah. And this was just. I wish he was here to validate what I'm saying is true because it was like we both were like fake news. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. So it just reminded me when I was listening to that that uh, one where the guy was talking about his mom, you know saying all these foreign language stuff i was kind of like yeah man i've seen that before and it is it will just take you by surprise it's like Mm. huh well (laughs) all right i guess we're taking off guys (laughs) (laughs) that's crazy yeah it was really actually a pretty cool experience to see like looking back on it now like where i'm at you know in my life like spiritually it was like that was pretty cool but at the time i was like hardcore atheist and was like dude what did we just watch (laughs) um uh the one thing that i wanted to mention before we closed it out tonight was um uh lisa had sent this to me and this kind of goes with i guess what we've been kind of talking about the end uh she sent me this it was from uh taiwan news where in taiwan the gates of hell opened on sunday august 8th making or marking the start of ghost month and numerology experts tang chi wai from the human thesaurus media group has listed 10 taboos observed by many taiwanese people during this period so basically talks in this article about how um ghost month opens up every year between august and september august 8th and september 6th and that's when the gates of hell essentially open and like all these spirits come up um and they're looking for things. Eight, Probably. eight, double infinity, dog. Yeah, so mm-hmm. here are the ten, 10 taboo things you don't want to do during Ghost Month. And we're currently in it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Number 10 is don't open an umbrella indoors. Going to do that tonight. Number nine, don't hang wind chimes. 
I already got one. Number eight, don't hang clothes out to dry at night. Mm, kind of do that. Number seven, don't go out alone at night. Mm, yeah. Number six, don't go to the seaside or <clears throat> riverside or mountains after 5 p.m. It's like fucking gremlins. Yep. <laughs> Number five, don't burn incense and pray at temples. I wouldn't do that. Number four, don't buy a house or a new car. <laughs> Number three, easy. <laughs> number three, don't tap or whistle in the middle of the night. Whistling or playing flute at night will make good brothers think someone what, is calling for them. What about skin flute? Yeah, of the night. is that yeah. okay? Dude, speaking of, the other day I was driving down the road and I saw a guy in a minivan driving down Emerald playing a recorder. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, what? What are you third grade? Bro, like. Are you trying to show your kid how to play the Check recorder? Yeah, he was driving down the road with a recorder. Well, they need to put that in the laws. Yeah, I'm like... No uh, texting and driving. No playing, playing recorder and driving, goddammit. Yeah. Um, number two, don't leave chopsticks standing upright in a bowl. And then number one is don't take pictures at night, which I'm pretty sure we've violated that one many times. Oh, right? yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, here come the demons. Mm-hmm. And then... Oh. My last thing on since we're kind of on this topic is uh, we got a video of ghost opening up our oh, fridge yeah, door dude. at work. Yeah, that, that was pretty wild. Tell the story, dude. Blueberry. So blue raspberry. We have a big camera system at work. We've got like I think twelve cameras. It's high dollar office. High dollar operation. Yep. Oh, and uh, <clears throat> we have. Temperature monitoring equipment throughout the office on our different uh, refrigerators. And this is a medical grade um, refrigerator. Pretty heavy locks. There are uh, magnets on it. Alleged, allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. And just. More than your run of the mill refrigerator. Yeah. yeah. Or and garage fridge. Just out of nowhere. Mini fridge, I'm taking. One of the doors popped open and set the alarm off and. Nobody had been in the office for five hours prior to that. The fridge hadn't been messed with in eight hours. And it just randomly decided to open by itself. Think of Ghostbusters, folks. Think we could tell the pre to it. Because yeah. there's a story before it yeah. that we can't talk about. Mm -hmm. But it makes sense. But well, he, our office did used to be a funeral home. Yeah. So so there's that. Um, Jake and I got to see the video. Yeah. This, is, this really happened. And there's two cameras angles. Yeah. There's one from straight on and one from the side. Mm -hmm. At first, I didn't really because I could It's hard really, to figure out what's yeah, going on. Yeah, I couldn't on. tell what I was looking at. And then second of all, because you guys have Cramsungs, Crapsungs. Sam Dung. Sam Dung, yeah. Uh, it came through a little bit blurry on mine, but that's intentional. Did you have you seen that between Apple and Android? Oh. It's intentional. Oh, thank you to the people that are the powers that be. Yeah, making it harder for us to be friends yep. <laughs> <laughs> and believe each other. <laughs> but so we saw the video, and it is obvious. Like there's nothing happening, nothing happening, and then all of a sudden the room is just flooded with light because the the low light camera kind of yeah. like kicks in yeah. and then you see that that was the refrigerator but it 
when you know what you're looking at and then you watch it several more times, it's very obvious from the side that it's like a slow roller. Yeah, that thing just goes and opens and up. It, the door opens <clears throat> all the way yeah. open. Like I, somebody walks over and grabs it and opens it up. Mm-hmm. It's just, not just that like cracks. When I first saw it, all I could think of was Thriller. I wanted you to put that to Thriller. Here's like here's a more clear video. There audio. More clear. Nope, no audio. Does it look as clear? It does look more clear. Yeah. See, so if you go back a little bit, go back to in the frame. No, go back go way back. So yeah, right about there. Look at what's going on down here. Like a that's a, it's the motion sensor for our soap. Yeah, why is the motion sensor for the soap going? It's off? a an IR thing that's always running, so that when you put your hands under it, so it it's squirts. always going. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, at some point, how long had this fridge been open before you guys figured this out? Like the next morning when you came in? No, it's, uh, I think, I want to say it's like a two-minute time frame for the fridge to be open before it starts alarming. And then when the temperature inside the fridge goes above or below the set point, then the alarm goes off that notifies us. And then you went down and fixed it or closed it? Not me. This was when I was on vacation. But somebody went down and yep. dealt with it? Yep. Huh. Deal with it. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I sent that to my manager, and he was just like, what the hell? What the hell? <laughs> and uh, I told our IT guys about it because I was talking to them, um, talking to the one guy that was getting me set up with the the camera system Mm. they were supposed to come out uh, a couple months ago and you know just check out all of our stuff and when i saw that i sent it to him it's like dude check this out we are not coming back out to your office (laughs) (laughs) and then we had another issue with our monitoring system last week where it was just this we had a repair done, and the guy didn't turn the switch back on. <clears throat> and he called me. He's like, hey, do you know your monitoring system's down? I was like, yeah. Um, we had somebody doing a repair and blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, wasn't sure if your guys' demon or something got in there and messed up. <laughs> Get a yeah. demon beating in the room. Yep. That's crazy, dude. That was pretty wild. Yeah. So now you've been poked in the back by a finger. <laughs> And now a refrigerator door has randomly opened. Yeah. This is a giant finger. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully not like a, I mean, it wasn't, it felt like about the size of a fingertip. So if it was something else. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah. 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 Huh. That's crazy. But. Yeah. We should have saved this for October shows. Yeah. You damn fools. Yeah. You damn fools. We're close enough. Plus, we can come up with more, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. We can tell the story about the time that we got disconnected on the phone and all that weird stuff oh, yeah. happened. Yeah. But that wasn't Ghost. That was the man. Don't say it, man. Don't say it. 
in my opinion. They're they're listening. Well, they will well, be. Well, will be. Yeah. The- All right. You got anything else? I think that was everything. Just I- a huge <clears throat> boner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's up, dog? If that's what you consider huge. <laughs> Bing. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Cool. Well, maybe next week we'll get into the Apollo program and then start talking about some uh, if the moon landing was real. If. If. Dun, dun, dun. If. In our opinion. Mm. Mm. What you've seen probably stick. isn't real. Mm. But. Dog. The moon's made of Swiss cheese. Yeah. Mm. Cheese. If the moon was made of Swiss cheese, would you eat it? I sure would. I don't really like Swiss cheese. Yeah. American singles only. Those two. Cheddar dog. Mm. Tillamook extra sharp dog. Yeah, buddy. All right. Well, I guess we will uh, be back next week, and then hopefully we'll be able to get the uh, OR guys, the Occult Rejects guys on next month. Well, next month's like in a week. Oh, true. So Fucked up, dog. Yeah. And then uh, after that, we will... I found a couple leads, some people I want to reach out to that were uh, on the internets that I think would be interesting to talk to. got some leads. We got some leads, man. Some intel. Has anybody, any of the listeners, sent anything to talk about? Uh, Well, just the stuff today that, or Lisa had sent that that stuff last week, I think, about, yeah, (laughs) about um, Ghost Month in Taiwan. And then uh, Corey sent that stuff over about the chemtrail stuff. But if anybody's got Keep any stuff, coming in. stuff mm-hmm. that they specifically want, hit us up, info.coendocpro at yahoo.com. Other than that, August is about over. Yeah, dog. And uh, catch you guys. This is our last one for August? Yeah, it is. No, next. Ne- it's the first next oh, Thursday. Yeah. Yep. Get so, on it, dog. Well, not doing any more podcasts this month. So. Yep, we're done for the month. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> See you guys next month. Later. Bye.